Ah, the unmistakable sounds of Blur. Talking of which, Spencer Pry is going to be blurry-eyed at five o'clock in the morning. He's off to New Zealand with his Papua New Guinean women's team to try and qualify for the Women's World Cup, but he's here to talk Premier League with us. How are you, Treacle? Hey, mate. I'm very good. Happy New Year to you two, gentlemen. I'm loving those new T-shirts you boys have got as well. <laughs> They're good, Much hey? better than any of that other gear you normally wear, Simon. But, <laughs> uh, <nice and> cool. <laughs> yeah, thanks, pal. Oh, um, let's talk Premier League. Arsenal, seven points clear. They beat Brighton by four goals to two. Uh, had a little bit of a scare, perhaps, at the end. They've got Newcastle uh, tonight or yeah. in the morning, Australian time. Uh, I guess they're overwhelming favourites now. I mean, there's still a long way to go. They've got to play Man City twice, but they've got to be the favourites now. It's a very long way to go. Mm. And the thing is, like everyone at the start, of, you know, at the end of last season, people were saying, oh, you know, maybe Arteta should go. It's time to replace him. But right from when he started, all he does, he talks about process and, process, process, and how he wants the team to play. And you can't do that overnight. And, it, and it, it took that first season. And if you look at all good clubs that have had good managers in place, it takes time to embed your ideas and how you want your team to play. And they've, they've been amazing all season. The, the break didn't, well, we thought the break wouldn't help them, but it clearly has. They've come back in. They still look hungry. They've had a couple of great results since they've come back. This Newcastle game is going to be a big one for them, but they've picked up a couple of wins. Teams around them have stumbled, and uh, they're, they're getting busy in the transfer market as well, and I think that's going to be key for them. You know, with, with Jesus out, it, it's really key. I, I, th- I think they still could do with another one or two players to add to the squad. To, to make sure they've got that depth that will take them through to the end of the season. It's about a Man City slipped up uh, over the weekend. Mm-hmm. Haaland, um, incredible, just scoring another goal. But Gray's uh, brilliant equaliser saved a point for Everton. Uh, look, as usual, they controlled yep. the game, but a lot of chances went begging. Is, is there a problem that you see uh, against teams that's, that sit deep against Guardiola's side? Does he need to sign more defenders or what are you seeing? I don't, I don't really, Broski. I've got to be honest. I mean, if, it, it was a slip-up, but ever, you know, Lampard's fight, fighting for his life and his, well, not his life, he's fighting for his job. Mm. Um, and, and the players are obviously rallying around him. And, you know, there's lots of talk that, that you know, that, that he might be on his way out if he hadn't have gone and got that, that positive result, albeit a draw, it was against Man City, so that probably buys him another couple of weeks. So it, it was a slip-up for Man City, but nothing's a given, you know? And, and, and it wasn't a great result, but look, I, I still think they've got all the depth. They've got a great manager in place. They, they will, you know, we, we just talked about Arsenal, and I think Man City are the side that are going to push them all the way. As Simon said, they've got to play Arsenal twice. Them games are now turning into, or if if they're not too careful, they'll turn into must-win games if they want to if they want to win the league. But you know they've got the depth. It was a disappointing result for them, but they've they've started bright. I I, I still feel there's a defensive vulnerability mm. that that has been there for for a long time. You know I'm working out whether he goes to a back three, who his best two pairs, who his best centre-backs are. I, I still 
there's, there's not a consistency within that starting two centre-backs that you've seen in successful teams. And, and that's probably going to be the biggest concern for them. City play Chelsea on Thursday. Another tough game for them. Uh, mm. Everton host Brighton tonight. And they really need to back that up with a win at Goodison Park, where they have uh, struggled of late. Um, talking of struggle, yeah. Liverpool beaten 3-1 by Brentford on Monday. Jurgen Klopp digging into the excuse book again, saying Brentford stretched the rules, particularly from set pieces. What's going on at Liverpool? They have not been at their best all season. Is it the lack of a, a genuine controlling midfielder, which everybody uh, amongst the Anfield faithful seems to think that they need? They've signed Cody Gakpo. Uh, Diaz and Jot are still out in attack. What, what's your verdict on Liverpool at the moment? Look, we, we, look there, there, there's something going on internally. There, there must be. There must be something kind of going on. Van Dijk comes off he, with, without being injured. They take him off, whether that's a tactical... You, you, know, you, know, you don't take your best centre-back off or one of the best centre-backs in the world off. If there, there's, there's something going on internally. They're trying to what sell the club, is, of course, as well. Is that a distraction, do you think? Well, uh, look, I don't think that affects the players, mm. but what's going on internally in the changing room, That they'll, they'll manage it and keep it in-house, obviously, but it, it's not firing and something's wrong. Mo Salah's not firing. He's he's not he's not doesn't seem to have the same intensity that he's had across numerous years with them. And yeah, I just uh, when when teams are going and playing Liverpool now, the likes of Brentford would have been going and playing Liverpool before and thinking if we can bag out, drag a draw a jag a draw, that's a great result for us. But. To actually go and, and turn them over, that inspires other teams now that are going to be playing Liverpool and thinking, you know what, we could we can we can go and win this. And that's that's not the message that you want coming, you know, from from a Liverpool camp when you're going and playing them. That that's not what you want. And um yeah, it's it's not looking good for them to get in well, top four looks a long long way off for them now. Um but I guess they're just they're going to have to just maintain and try and dig in and see what they can get into Europe and see if they can get back in via winning the Champions League, I guess. I do wonder, looking at, at it from the outside, obviously we don't know, but there are a few managers under we pressure. Don't. And, and your, Jurgen Klopp, not not to say they need to get rid of him, but I wonder if the players are just stale from, you know, what that, that drive you've seen on the sideline. He's drive, yep. You, yeah, I wonder if that gets be. a little bit you old, think, you know. They're Arnie, not pressing in the same way, No, are they, that's that right. And, and, and so I wonder if his voice is just not carrying the same. Arnie said that when he left Sydney. He said the same thing. When I yell at you boys, when I try and get a reaction, you almost know why I'm saying things and you, you, you know why it's coming and you almost don't believe it anymore. So mm. I wonder yeah, if, 100%. if that's happening as well. But anyway, speaking of managers under pressure, uh, the Spurs lost 2-0 at home to Villa. That was... Uh, that was a big loss at home. Seems the fans are losing patience with uh, Antonio Conte and um, and Chelsea as well. One all uh, away to Nottingham Forest. So Graham Potter uh, having won only one of their last seven and none of their last four away yeah. games. So you, you think either or, or both are on the chopping block? Surely not Potter. He's only just he's just <laughs> no, no, just no, signed no. on. <laughs> they're, they're two teams, right? The, Money, it uh, is Chelsea. <laughs> incredibly, two teams that have invested incredibly heavily, right, over a course of numerous years. 
Um, Conti's gone in and now he's firing up saying that, you know, he needs more money and it feels like they're taking, I think he said something like taking a spud gun in where the others are turning up with a tank and into a fight. And, it, you know, that, that, that sort of um, mindset is already pushing back on, on the board say, so I need more money, but, you know, he's saying $10 million doesn't get you anything now, and, and he might be right, but it depends what he, he has available. Chelsea have obviously had an owner that has spoon-fed them for, for decades, right? He's put his own money in, and and now they're in dealing with the transfer market in the real world, and they've, they've now got to look at balancing the books because they don't have Abramovich just dipping into his loose change and, and going and spending another 40, 50 million. It, it, the game's changing and, and, you know, now we're seeing Newcastle coming in and going and spending heavily, right? Arsenal are going in and spending heavily. Man City are still spending heavily. Liverpool are going to go and try to spend heavily. Um, as Simon says, I don't think Graham Potter's next on the block. Conti's probably more so. Um, but Graham Potter's, Graham Potter's struggling. I think the other one that we've got to be looking at would be uh, David Moyes at West Ham. I think mm. he's the one that's most likely to be the next one. Um, just one final one, Spanny, before we let mm. you go. Uh, I'm interested in your thoughts on your old club, Leicester. Um, they lost to Liverpool 2-1. Disastrous game for defender uh, Valt Face. Oh, he, he had an absolute mare, didn't he? <laughs> um, have you... He had a beast. <laughs> uh, two two questions in one uh, with Leicester playing Fulham tonight which is a real six pointer um, how, how do you fancy Leicester's chances of well even staying in the division but uh, you know climbing back towards the top half of the table and secondly have you ever had a, a bad day at the office like our mate Wout had <laughs> <laughs> yeah uh, on the first point Survival is, is everything for Leicester. I think they've had a big structural change in terms of the books and the budget and, you know, um, uh, not going out heavily in the transfer market. Uh, they, they trusted Brendan Rodgers to, to drive them through that this year. They're going to expand the stadium next season. And I think that there's been a lot of money going into that rather than into the squad. And there's no point them having a new, a new, big new stand playing in the championship. So survival is everything for Leicester this year. Uh, and they haven't started great. Um, and then going on to that second point, I had the worst day I ever had was against Bournemouth for mm. South End. I think I might have scored two own goals. I scored a blinding <laughs> own goal diving header from the edge of the box. <laughs> Lufa Blissett was, was playing for Bournemouth at the time. <laughs> wow, that's um, a, that shows you how long ago it was. I know, yeah, and I must have been about 19 or 20 at the time, and yeah, that was my worst day at the office. I think. But <laughs> we all have them, right? Everybody has them. Yeah. Um, he was a shocker, you know. He's much more, um, much more prominent now. There's so much more media around it. So, um, yeah, I think, yeah, everyone has a bad day. So it's how you bounce back from that. And there's no such thing as bad days now, mate. They're all learning opportunities. That's it. Learnings. <laughs> Learnings. It's become plural. Yeah. Goodness knows how or when. Uh, the same <laughs> as verse, versus against versus. Anyway, that's a different story. Uh, Spedder, we'll leave it there. Thanks so much uh, for your time, mate. Enjoy New Zealand. Good Thanks, luck man. to Papua New Guinea. We'll speak to you next week. Take care, guys. See you, Spedder.
Take care. Speak soon. Bye. That's uh, Spencer Pryor with our Premier League roundup. Manchester United, by the way, have won both games since the World Cup break. They play Bournemouth later on tonight. You'd fancy them to make it uh, three from three since the World Cup in Qatar.